Hey, what's up, people? Adam Hunter here. Listen, thank you for listening to another MMA Roasted Podcast. I got a great show today. I got Molly McCann, who is the first female to ever win in the UFC from England. How cool is that? That's history in the books right there. History. As well as Lisa Spangler, undefeated Invicta fighter, who is hilarious. And my man, Hader Hassan, who just picked up two wins, one over Pavel Kush, uh, and uh, is the Ultimate Fighter finalist. Great fighter, UFC veteran, just an all-around badass. Uh, it's a great show, and you're hearing it on Rockfin, because Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N, they hooked me up, okay? They're really, really paying uh, content creators well, well enough that I can give you four or five podcasts a week. And if you enjoy it, give me a shout-out on uh, Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and say, hey, thanks for all the special Shows and the extra shows on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N, and uh, I'll retweet it and everything. And thank you guys. Thank you for your support, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, this is Lisa Spangler. Yes. Hey, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. How are you doing? I'm all right. Just all right? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I'm not bad. Yeah, well, you're an undefeated fighter. You're, uh, you're, you're kicking some butt. You're, you're out in Portland. You got a big fight coming up in Invicta, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, June 7th. June 7th. Wow, that's like in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now, now, who who are you fighting? Uh, Katarina Leonard. And what do you know about this woman? I know she likes to box, and I know that she's seven and one. Mm. Ooh. Wait, but you're four and oh. <laughs> that's right. That's 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 better. You, you know, she has a loss. You don't. So, but and you like to box as well. I do. Um. Yeah, I usually try to keep it on my feet, but you know. It's a fight. It can go anywhere. Now, I was watching your fights last night, and I was reading all about you. And, you know, it's funny, because you came to my show in Portland, and I didn't know exactly who you were, and everyone's like, oh, she's at least Spangler. She's funny. You seem like the sweetest, like, nerdy girl that you would meet at some, like, coffee shop or something. Uh, <laughs> like, a girl that would be, like, like a really, like, a bored girl that, like, likes to go home and, like, blog about, like, life being terrible or something. And here you are, you're this badass fighter. Like, how did this happen? Um, well, I grew up, I, I grew up uh, doing a lot of contact sports. I played football um, for 10 years, and I also wrestled in high school. Hold so on, boys, hold on. You played football for your high school? Yeah, I played from the age of uh, 8 to 18. Wow. Were you the only girl on the team? I was. Wow. What position did you play? Um, I was a defensive end, and I was also a middle linebacker. Jesus, that, that those are like the, those are the craziest positions. Like you, you hit everybody. <laughs> What's Damn. hilarious is, um, like I hated the ball coming towards me. Like it would scare me that to catch a ball, of I'd be scared of it like hitting me in the face. But I wasn't scared of hitting people. Wow, that's uh, that's odd. Now, did your now did your dad get you into contact sports? Is this something that you always wanted to do? Would, did anybody try to deter you from this? 
Um, no one really deterred me. Uh, I used to do flag football, but sometimes I would accidentally tackle people to get the the flag. Um, and I convinced my dad to let me do it. And then what did your mom say? Oh, she was, she didn't care. She was totally into it. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you have older brothers? Uh, no, I have a younger brother. Wow. So you were, so you're just like something that's something that you're just into. You're like, I want to hit people. I want to play football. And then, and then you wrestled in high school. It was, uh, well, wait, I wrestled at, uh, 145. Wow. That's a tough weight class. And how did you do? Uh, my senior year, I got uh fourth at state. Now is that with the guys and the girls or just the girls? Oh uh, no, just the girls. Nice. That's uh, still really good. Yeah, the year I wrestled, um, there are actually a lot of girls competing. Nice. That's awesome. Well, that's pretty. That's that's really badass. I actually coach wrestling. I don't know if you know this, and I've I've had a lot of girls that I've coached over the years. And I find that I like coaching girls so much better than guys. I mean, if we were going to compare, just because they don't mess around, I don't have to say knock it off. They're not like, give me a little wedgies during the, during the thing. The, the, the hardest <laughs> part about coaching girls for me is they're too hard on themselves sometimes where they want to get everything perfect. And if they don't get it perfect, they get frustrated. Was that, was that your experience? Um, Sometimes, but I usually try to work through it. Yeah, there you go. Now, did you did you have to wrestle mostly guys or mostly girls in high school? Um, I competed against girls, but um, during practice, I would wrestle against guys. Nice, nice, nice. And how? And then, you know, did any guys ever get mad? Sometimes when I coach, a lot of times guys they get like weird out, like in like middle school, where they're like, you know, I don't want to touch. And I'm just like, listen, you're not doing her a favor. You're not doing a favor. You guys wrestle. I don't care what you know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear it. Did any guys ever, like, give you a hard time? Well, I noticed in high school it's a lot more serious. Guys are less worried about that. They're more worried about just being beaten up by a girl than right. anything else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, you're kicking some butt. And then I also read that you still work at Petland or Petco. Oh, no, I don't actually. Oh. I don't have a job right now. I'm just fighting. You got fired from Petco? <laughs> Um, yeah, I used to, like, not sleep a lot. You used to fall asleep during, 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 during work? No, um, I used to not get a lot of sleep. Oh, like, I'd have to work at 4 a.m., and I just could not fall asleep till, like, 2 a.m. So yeah. that was my problem. Yeah, yeah, that, you, got, you got to be a full-time fighter. In this game, I'm happy that you're that good, because I was, I was concerned, because I was like, listen, pet coke and wait. Not that the pets aren't great, and, like, who doesn't love pets? But uh, it's serious business in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Good, good. Now, I also, because I, 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 you know what, my, I was a little suspicious of you when I met you. You seemed very cool, very fun. I was like, there's something a little bit different about this person. And then I read that you're into Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Talk to me about that. Um, well, my parents uh, are big nerds. Um, my whole family is actually, so I uh, grew up playing D and D with my family. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Are you good at it? I mean, uh, it depends on your dice, really. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah, an anime or two also. 
Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So uh, now, who's this guy that I'm, I have to call? Is that your manager? You have a manager? Is he a manager at Petco or your fighting manager? No, he's my fighting manager. Um, oh, okay. Also, my fiance. Whoa! 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 All right, that's good. That's good. I like it. Seems like a nice guy. How long you? I like him. Uh, four years, four and a half now, right? And he seems a little older. Like he, like is he, is he sixty? Like how, how, how old is this guy? No, uh, he's in his forties. Oh, oh, he, oh, he really is in his forties. I thought that, that was like a joke. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> okay, so who? All right, so he's your fiance, and his, now where did you meet him? Um, he's also uh, my strength coach, so that's how I know him. Ah, yeah, the guy does look very strong. So he's your strength coach. He's telling you to do, do push-ups and lift weights, and then you guys fell in love? Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. And then do you guys have a, a, a date yet set for the marriage? Uh, we're thinking July. Um, it was going to be in June, but then I got a fight, so that's kind of taking priority. Wait, July, like in like in two months? Yeah. <laughs> but you don't know? Yeah, I'm not the best at planning things. We're just trying to work it out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, isn't like a marriage a big deal? And you gotta like invite people and do a whole thing, a wedding. Like, I mean, I had to like, there's a lot of planning involved. Yeah, I mean, we're trying not to get stressed out about it. I mean, it's supposed to be for us, not for everyone else. That's a good point. Are you guys gonna get married, married like at like a Renaissance fair or something? Or. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried to convince him to do, like, a cosplay wedding with me once, but he said no. Is that because he's 40 and didn't know what cosplay was? No, I mean, he knows what cosplay is. He just didn't know. I wanted to be, like, an elf. I was trying to convince him to. (laughs) Yeah, I think most guys aren't into the elf weddings, but um, I could, you know, call me old. Well, he was thinking of being an Urukai. Because he likes oh, Lord well, of the Rings, case, too. Yeah, I mean, come on. Got my, my, my little baby is really enjoying this conversation, by the way. So, you know. <laughs> I, hear her, um, I hear her yelling. So, uh, and I felt so bad today because I got up a little late and I didn't hear her crying. So, I went back to bed. And she'd been up for like an hour in, in, in like her own poop. So, I, I, felt, <laughs> I felt terrible, just so you know. I woke up with a very guilty conscience today. So, I'm trying to make it up to her. Um, all right. So... <laughs> Now, do you want to have kids one day? Yeah, eventually. Um, after I'm done fighting, is hmm. the plan. You don't have one due in August or something, and it's gonna do it for you. No. <laughs> no, yeah, right. we agreed not to have kids until after I'm done fighting. Okay. Now you have a great camp, by the way. I love your camp. You got Ricky Simone fighting Uriah Faber, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I just heard about that actually. Yeah, he's fighting Saber. And then you got Austin Vanderford and Paige Van Zandt. Is Paige one of your main training partners? Uh, yeah, sometimes we'll uh, roll together. Now, you guys seem very different. She seems very, like, into, like, you know, beauty. And I think you're not into beauty. You're obviously very beautiful. But she's, like, she's very, like, into girly things. And you're into football and, like, cosplay. Uh, how do you guys get along? Um, I mean, we don't talk a lot. But she's cool, I guess. Um, I train a lot with Liz Tracy. Ooh, she's a good fighter. Liz Tracy's a good fighter. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and she's then, uh, pretty tough. I like her. And then what, what happened with Chris Sunshine and, like, your and your crew? What do you mean? 
Is, is he training with you? Oh, yeah, Crystal trains there, but oh, he also I, has his own gym. Uh, I like Crystal. That guy's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he's very funny. But, like, that, the, your whole gym is hilarious. Between Chael, Sonnen, and, and Ricky Simone, and Chris Sunshine, and Austin Vanderford, and Paige Van Zandt, and you. I mean, what, what, about, the, what, I mean, what about the characters at, the, at this gym? Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fabiano is pretty funny, too. Yeah, it seems very funny. And I also read in your free time, you like to watch makeup tutorials and knit. <laughs> um, I like crocheting more than knitting, but like, who, who are you? Like, where do they, are, are you an alien or something? Did you like it? Like, is it something that you, who, what you like crocheting and you're 23 years old, 24? <laughs> yeah, I've actually been crocheting since I was seven. If you had met like my family, you'd probably think that my mom is an alien and my brother too. <laughs> You guys seem hilarious, though. So you, so your mom was into crocheting, played football. You, you do makeup tutorials. That's like your thing. Yeah, I like uh, I like doing makeup. Hmm. Okay. And then you worked at a Petco, and then you're also a fighter. <laughs> yeah. All right. You might be my favorite person of all time, by the way. <laughs> just, just, just so you know, uh, this is this is, and then you're engaged to a. Now, what do your parents think about your you being engaged to a guy who's older older than them? I mean, uh, they're not really cool with it, but mm. it's not really up to them. Is he older than them? No. Oh, so he didn't like uh like pick on your dad in high school or something, and he's like, was getting, like so because it seems like if he's in his forties and you're twenty four, how how old are your parents? Oh, they're in their fifties. Oh, okay. And they're also from California. Um, oh. Mark was born in Portland. Oh, okay. So what was that supposed to mean? Well, like, yeah, they wouldn't have known each other in high school. Oh, okay. Oh, literally. Okay, got it. I thought maybe they had, like, different morals or something. <laughs> uh, got it. Got it. Got it. Well, listen, so we're fighting. Now, it seemed like you're also very honest. Like, your last fight, you said you wanted to keep it on the feet because you weren't that confident on the ground. Or have you gotten more confident on the ground? Well, I don't really like to talk about my game plan before fights. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just keep it to that. <laughs> nice. Now, now, why don't you do cosplay when you come out to the uh, the octagon or the or the, uh, the the ring, whatever the cage? Honestly, it's just too much time and money and planning that I don't really have. Hmm. Or maybe you could bring out some dogs that need to be adopted from Petco. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like after your fight, you could like put them all into the cage. Like, hey, listen, thanks. You know, this, you know, this is this is you know this is Milo. He's he's really good. He needs a family, or this is whatever. You don't think that would be kind of get you some good attention? Well, I mean, first I'd have to go like find some dogs to do that with. <laughs> this is very true. That also sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, that that does seem a lot of work. I'm just I'm trying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying branding because Alisa, you're you're a very entertaining person. I think that my our fan base would love you uh, if 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 they knew all these things about you. We just have to figure out how to how to how to market this better because you're kind of like a a cool emo chick that also kicks ass, and there aren't that many people like you out there, right? 
I mean, I'd like to think so. Yeah. So we got to talk to your husband slash manager and like get him on it because uh, I think we're sitting on a gold mine here. <laughs> so And plus you're undefeated. You're 4-0. That's awesome. I think it's, what, 3-0? Uh, yeah, I think it might be two and zero, oh, but I'm saying four. So uh, <laughs> we got we, we got to exaggerate here. It's all part of the marketing. All right, so Lisa is now. Now, where is this fight going to take place? Uh, Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas. Invicta on Fight Pass. Lisa Spangler. Where can people follow you? Um, I have a Facebook, uh, Lisa Spangler. Um. And in parentheses, it's Battle Angel. And then my Instagram is uh, Battle Angel 1232. Got it. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Keep kicking butt. I'll try. Bye, Lisa. Bye. My man, Hater Hassan, how are you? My man, Hater Hassan, how are you? Hello? Hello, is this Hater? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, cool, bro. I got you, dude. Yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm in the car, man. How's everything, bro? Everything is good. How are you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling, man. Just going back, uh, back to the, the trip from uh, the little training session. And, uh, yeah, man, hoping to get some fight news soon, man. I just signed some new management. And, uh, yeah, man, God willing, bro, hoping to get some uh, some, some picked up real quick. Now, you, you, you've won your last two fights in under a minute. You, you, uh, I don't think people know this. You knocked out some guy in India in 20 seconds. Who was this guy? Uh, he was actually, so my original opponent, uh, ended up pulling out, got hurt like a couple of days before the fight. It was an event put on, uh, by the Prince of Abu Dhabi. It was Team India versus Team, uh, United Arab Emirates. And my two wow. previous, my two previous fights were, uh, in, uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. So, uh, I got a fight in front of the Prince. And so they ended up contracting me to fight for his team. And, uh, it was a cool opportunity, man. They, uh, they paid Mike Tyson to be the figurehead of the, comp- of the, of the promotion. So uh, he was actually sitting ringside, man. So when I knocked the dude out, you know, I'm, I'm Arab, bro. So I went over to Mike Tyson. I was like, you know, I'm the Arab Mike Tyson. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like fuck yeah. He was loving it, man. So uh, That's awesome. You were like, I'm the Arab Mike Tyson? I'm the Arab Mike Tyson, bro. Self-proclaimed, obviously. But, uh, Did yeah, you bite the guy's ear off afterwards or no? Uh, man, you know what, man? He's actually such a nice guy, dude. Actually, I told the guy before we fought. I was like, ah, oh, man, you know, you you got the same skin color as me, bro. I don't really like fighting the same guys that have the same skin color as me. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a game, dude. You got to do what you got to do, you know. But uh, he was a good dude, man. You know, God bless him. He was actually, it was his first fight coming down at 170. All his previous fights were at uh, light heavyweight at 205. Oh, uh, wow. So, uh, so yeah, man, it was, it was good to get in there and uh, get in and get out. Man, Did you only, like, knock out white and black guys? Uh, man, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm trying to support my people, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Got it. so, uh, you know, anytime I can, that's why, like, you know, my, my over fighting overseas in the Middle East, I, uh, I haven't had a fight in the Arabs yet, so that's good, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah it was good, man. I fought, like, uh, the Ukrainian, the number one ranked fighter from Ukraine before that. And, yeah, uh, is that, uh, Pavel Kush? Yeah, Pavel. He's and, a good uh, fighter, that guy. That guy's like a legit. I think he was he was really big in the in uh, a ACB, right? Yeah, man. He's he's got a big sambo background. Um, he's actually after after I fought him, uh, the PFL 
called me for their tournament, and then they ended up signing the guy that I had just beat. They ended up signing Pavel. Um, yeah. You know, I just beat him. And uh, his first fight in the tournament was versus uh, Khabib's cousin or Khabib's brother, whoever. He came right. was 18 and, he was 18 and 0. Yeah. And, uh, Pavel, uh, you know, uh, caught him with a nasty uppercut and then, uh, and then choked him out. So the, the guy can scrap, man. Um, now, why, did, now, why did PFL look you over? Because, man, what hurt me was uh, my fight previously before that, I fought Roger Huerta, and I got disqualified for Huerta for an illegal elbow to the back of the head. And uh, because of that DQ, the matchmaker uh, overlooked me since Pavel had, like, a bigger background and was, like, a Sambo champion. They, yeah. signed, Pavel. they signed Pavel. Oh, uh, that's but, uh, yeah, it was, it was BS, man, because, like, you know, if you watch the, the, the Huerta fight, I, I was up. I was up on uh, on all on all judges cards until the elbow to the back of the head. It was uh, hard, bro. You're 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 in uh, bro, you're in the heat of the moment. Like, uh, where's the shot in for a takedown? My back was against the cage, and he was and he rested his head next to my hip. So I fired like five quick elbows, and the last he got hurt with the initial elbow, so I went to put him away. And the last uh, like two elbows as he was going down, the, the last elbow cut the back of his head, and he uh, had a gas. Why wouldn't they just give you a warning? That's what I. That's what I thought. I thought if if anything that would be a, a no contest, but like in my opinion, Huerta kind of like milked it a little bit. I mean, the cut was yeah, because he was losing anyway. He was like, screw it, I'll get a win. Yeah, yeah, and and there was a lot of blood, so it looked bad because of the blood that was there. But uh, it is what it is. I mean, after that fight, he ended up uh, fight, fighting uh, Betsy Henderson for the main event uh, for Bellator, and then he fought Patricio. So I mean. Yeah, he's he's paid his dues, man. He, you know, he uh, sometimes it's a fight game, bro. Shit, shit goes that way, you know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. I had a lot more respect for Huerta, man. But after that fight, he like went online and called me a cheap fighter and all that. And I was like, dude, like, uh, you know. I, yeah, one thing you're not a cheap fighter. Yeah, after he said that, I was like, dude. Yeah, after he said that, I was like, bro, like. I was cool with you, and I'm not cool with you anymore, man. If we get a rematch, I want a rematch. But oh, yeah, well, you'll, you'll, you'll kill him. You'll kill him in the in the rematch. And now, 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 you've had like a tough road. One of the guys you fought um, was Usman. Was like your first fight. Like, did you think that he was be good enough one day to beat like Tyron Woodley the way he did? Uh man, you know what, man? Not really. Like I, uh, you know, going into the Usman fight, I think if I was just healthier. I would have done a lot better, man, but uh, I just wasn't at my best physically. And uh, to fight an athlete like Kamara, you have to be you have to be on your A game. If, not, if you don't have your A game, yeah, and and he uh, and he's on, you know, you're gonna have a rough night, you know. And uh, it was just a, it wasn't my night. And um, but you know, I, I remember watching Sugar Ray, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, and um, when he first lost to Hagler, he was like, "I'll never call another fighter better than me. I have to fight them twice. If they beat me the second time." Then they're a better fighter than me, and I know for a fact, uh, like when I'm healthy, I can beat anybody. And from and the mistakes, the knowledge I gained from that, I know for a fact, uh, if I get a, if I get to fight Kamaru again, I know I'll handle business. So like, yeah, I uh, mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. I think I, I think you're being completely overlooked right now. And then, and then I think you kind of got screwed because even the guy that you lost to, uh, Jesse Taylor you know, got popped for supplements and he's a guy that beats you on the house. It's like almost like they could probably overturn that if they were to look, look into it. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it's the fight game, bro. You know, um you know, you you seen you see what happened with like Yol, Romero, you know, this you know in the in the States there's no uh 
there's no FDA regulation for the supplement industry, man. So, like, there's cause contamination and everything. Like, I just read yesterday that Joel Romero uh, received a $27.5 like, million settlement. Uh, yeah. And his, uh, for, like, the tainted supplement, you know. So, uh, you know, you're definitely playing playing roulette, man, you know, with some supplements that you take. Uh, but, uh, yeah, even Jesse, though, losing to Kamaru and losing to Jesse, I was able to learn how to fight all wrestlers. Kamaru is a wrestler that will stand to you until you punch him in the face. Once you punch him in the face, he's like, right, I'm not fighting anyone, I'm going to grapple you. Jesse right. is a wrestler that will grapple you from right from the start. He's not going to throw any punches. So, like, fighting, fighting those, both those guys, I learned my distance against against those type of heavy uh, uh, predominant grapplers. That's how I was able to beat Pavel uh, because I learned my distance and, and, and I, I destroyed Pavel, man. And I, and uh, that's only because I lost. So, like, honestly, physically, mentally, like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to destroy, you know. Uh, so, whoever, whatever. I just heard that Jason Jackson was talking smack and that he wants to rematch me, so... I, I told him. I told him, Let, "Let's go." Was that? Remember Jason Jackson? He was talking about us smacking the Black Millions. Oh uh, yeah. On the, on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Dean Thomas just told me that he was talking smack about me the other day, and that he wants to do a rematch. And I'm like, dude, he don't want this smoke, but if he wants to come and get it. You know? So <laughs> that's uh, I'll, I'll I'll take that fight all day. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize you were such a good wrestler in high school, because I only know you as a guy who just knocks everybody out. Yeah, you know, I uh, I mean, the team that I wrestled for in high school, where did you go to high school? You're, you're from Jersey, I went to high school in, 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 in Maine. I went to a boarding school. I got sent away to, like, a, a military school, kind of. Did you know Mike Brown? Yeah. In Maine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys, you guys are, because he's a, he's a man, well, he went to an all-boys school, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually talked about it. Yeah, he's a, he's a really good guy. I, I, lo- um, I love Mike Brown. Yeah, Mike is he's the best, man. It's a, it's a small world. Uh. But uh, yeah, the school I went to, they were like it's one of the top wrestling schools in the state. Uh, we haven't lost like a dual meet in I don't know how many years. Uh, but um, but it's cool, man. I uh, that's why like I, it's kind of where I got like my sprawl ball and football background and my wrestling background. So I kind of like football low man wins. So that's how I always uh, kind of just put the pressure and guy gets deep, I get deeper, and then just open up. And uh, that's kind of like my my uh, my mindset. But um, yeah, if anything, man, like now, like I'm just at a point where uh, I'm ready to fight anybody, and I got more, I got more, I have more of a chip on my shoulder than anything, just because, uh, you know, in the UFC, man, you know, I had five fights, six fights in 14 months, you know, like I, I was just weathered by the time, you know, I, I had my, I had my time to prove, um, and now that, now that I'm healthy, like, uh, it's, uh, you know, God help whoever I fight, because uh, I'm, I'm just in a no mercy mode right now. I like this. I like this other because uh, normally I, I know like the happy go lucky smiling. I'm a happy hater Hassan. This guy, I like this like evil hater Hassan. Just like yeah, bro. Right like, now, bro, I'm like a take no prisoners mentality, bro. You know, I, I don't I don't do the crap about anything anything anymore. Like uh, yeah, dude, no more smiles, bro. All business, dude. All you know, business. Uh, I like this guy. I like now. Yeah. Now, um, are you still training with like Colby Covington and those guys? Yeah, bro, that's all my dudes, man. I, I've known Colby since day one, man, at the gym. Actually, no, I've known Colby since he first came to ATT for the tryouts, and they were, you know, ATT used to just recruit jujitsu guys, but then, like, uh, ATT was looking to step up their game, and they, and they, anytime we had wrestlers, they noticed how hard wrestlers just had to grind and that natural work ethic. So that's when ATT started just recruiting heavy wrestlers and heavy wrestlers, and uh, that's how we got Masad Bektik, that's how we got Colby, uh, guys like that. It was just from 
them going out and recruiting. And uh, yeah, man, those are all oh, those, are, those are my dudes, man. Kobe's my boy. I'm not really a Trump supporter, but I support Kobe. <laughs> Same here. Now, how's uh, Kobe looking? And is this, is he gonna fight Usman? Like, and how do you think that fight goes? You know what, man? Anytime, uh, Kobe's looking great, man. He's actually during the past period. He's had some good time to like put some good size on it, and I think uh, I think that's nothing but a, a positive, you know. Um, anytime two wrestlers fight, a lot of times the wrestling will neutralize, and it's going to come down to who's the better striker. And uh, I think on a credential level, Colby's that has the higher credentials as far as wrestling. Um, yeah. But in MMA, you know the distance is different. You're not starting from a you know from a wrestling standpoint. You're starting with hands, and. Uh, I feel like the recipe is there for like for the perfect uh, drama built up, everything built up. Um, but um, I think I, I, I'll, I'll go. I'm gonna go with my with Colby just because. Uh, honestly, I feel like Kamaru hasn't. Woodley was his first test, his first test to fight a wrestler, uh, a strong wrestler that could punch. But Woodley had an off day. You know, I I, I really feel like uh, it's that's what sucks, man. We have an off day in our business. A, a, an off day in the office is a is is very bad. Everyone sees yeah. it, you know. Um, but I really feel like on, on a different standard, I think Woodley could, would do a lot better, you know. Um, but in this business, you sometimes you only get one shot. And uh, but yeah, man, I think that. But I feel like uh, Woodley and Colby is, is a fight that everyone wants to see. I mean, you, uh, I feel like he ain't gonna. He's not gonna be able to take down Colby. If he does take him down, Colby's got fast pace. He'll pop back up. And it's just going to turn into a slugfest, in my opinion. And uh, whoever's the cleaner striker, they both get hit. So it's going to come down to, like, who's the cleaner striker and uh, who wants it more. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. I I think they should bring back the ultimate fighter and have those two coats. Yeah, I I mean, they they definitely don't like each other, so it would have been the perfect perfect emotions dynamics for the show. Uh, But also, like, man... What you know, Cody and TJ hated each other. You know, during that season, like we had a, te- we actually had to tell the coaches, like, yo guys, like chill out, man. This is getting like way too much. <laughs> it got like it got emotional to where to where we, we were like, dude, like chill out. Like anytime Cody saw TJ, he went after him. I mean, so many times to where point like we started feeling bad for TJ. You know, we were like, dude, stop picking on him. Like, well, you're, you're being a bully right now, bro. You know, I didn't, we didn't publicly say that, but we between we, we like pulled over your eye. I was like, listen, man, like. You guys got to chill out, dude. This ain't cool. And uh, you know the fight. The fights ended up going the way it did. But uh, yeah, it made for good TV. Did you see TJ taking Epo in the uh, locker room? No, I, I was. I didn't see that, man. I was actually like super surprised because uh, you know he trains at altitude, so I didn't know why he would he would uh, mess around with that, you know. Uh, but. Uh, you know, actually, I think he was training in California for this for for these recent fights. So maybe he uh, he got yeah, used to training exactly. at altitude with like the uh, the unlimited cardio, and then he moved to Cali. So he was like, maybe he felt at a I don't know, maybe he felt disadvantaged because he was I, I don't know what was going on. He's such a phenomenal athlete. It was, yeah, you know, it was weird, right? Yeah, I was kind of discouraging for him to do that. Uh, I was I was surprised, man. Now, are you training with Masvidal? Yeah, man, George is my dude, bro. I've uh. I've known George. Man, George has been my teammate for, what, nine years now? And uh, he's just the best, bro. You know, I, I could have been more happier for, for him uh, watching him uh, uh, watching bring heat, man, versus, versus uh, Till. 
But he's got a, he's got a tough scrap coming up, man. Uh, you know, what's his name can take a shot. He's got like one of the biggest heads I've ever seen. Ben Askren. Askren. <laughs> yeah. He's got a bro. He's got the biggest. He's got a for a head. It's like a like a super heavyweight head. You know, he's just and he he takes some shots, and I've never. I mean, that fight versus Robbie Lawler like, was, was, like, one of my... Anytime people ask me, who do you want to fight? Like, I always say, I like to fight like Robbie. And uh, so when he slammed Ashton, I thought that was it. And then he hit him with a shot, and, he, like, he was out, and, like, the shot woke him back up. And, yeah, that uh, was crazy. That was, was... I was there, and I'm a huge Ashton fan. I Robbie, but Ashton was, like, a personal friend. And I was, awesome. like, almost on the brink of tears. I was, like, this might be the worst debut in the history. I've been championing for Ashton for, like, six years to get to UFC. And then he gets in. And if he would have got destroyed like that, Dana White, I don't care. I know I know Dana, but that would have been like, see, I I bring these guys over, and this is what happens, you know? Yeah, he he was Dana White was just getting ready to give that. I told you so. But like, and in that sense, um, I, I was happy for Askren because, um, Dana White gets to say I told you so too many times, and like I don't want him to say I told you so for that. Yeah, uh, but it seems like lately, I mean, the PFL guys like it was three in a row last week. It was like. German Kennedy, somebody like the leech, some guy that's name, the name, and then Steven Fowler is the ex UFC guy, and they just got they got blitzed by these um, Dagestani guys. And then if you look at it, was um, Sage Northcutt and Eddie yeah. Alvarez? Like, there's a lot of I guess a lot of these unknown guys over in Dagestan or whoever in Brazil that just for some reason are not in the UFC that are just making the UFC guys look pretty bad right now. Yeah, man. Because honestly, bro, it's uh. It's like, you know, the sport touched an opportunity sport, and then, like, okay, you're like, all right, you, this is your shot to fight the guy with your name. So, like, from the, from the guy who has no name, he's like, all right, this is my time. I'm going in there. I'm not holding back. You know, like, screw your name. It's, everyone's going to know my name after this. And I just think, like, that's their mindset. And and the Dagestanians, bro, they're tough as hell, dude. You know, like, coming I – mean, we have so many guys from Dagestan on our team. Uh, you know, and I and I hear all the stories from where they're from. You know, like when it comes to when it comes to the states, when it comes to South Florida, they don't have to look over their shoulders anymore. When they're at home, like you're, they're looking over their shoulders when they're walking. Uh, no matter, like in Dagestan, either become a cop, or uh, and the cops don't get respected. You cops get their heads chopped off because they go into the wrong neighborhood, and uh, or you join like or you join the mob. You know, the mafia and the mafia they end up guarding the political officials and they end up having short lifespans too or you become a fighter so it's like you know it's uh it's a hard road man so for those guys when they come here and they're like you know it's uh they can breathe and have a sense of ease man it's uh it's a hard life man so i to respect all those guys man it's uh yeah nothing to respect for those guys now i wonder how now how does it go with colby and the brazilians or the dagestanians stuff that he's that he says about khabib or about Brazil, did they ever get mad over it at uh, ATT? Uh, so like the the Dagestanis, as long as they don't say anything about most about Colby, never said anything about Muslims, so the Dagestanis don't care, you know. Right. Uh, but if they said anything about like Muslims, then like, man, uh, be bad news, you know. You 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 couldn't. It would be Colby knows better than that, you know. Right. Uh, but um. The Brazilians, yeah, man, we have so many guys from Brazil on our team. Fernando Santos, Amanda Deans, uh, uh, Bigfoot. You know, they, they, those guys, they, their, their feelings were, 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 up, were upset. Uh, they kind they of gave, it's like a sport, it's entertainment. Yeah, I mean, they kind of gave Colby some shit, you know. Uh, but Colby was like, oh, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you guys. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the other Brazilians. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, <laughs> he, he was doing those things, you know. Uh, but for sure, their feelings were hurt, man. Cause I, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I get it's a it. delicate subject, bro. You know, like I suck. You know, I don't want to talk smack because Colby's my dude. You know, but uh, but yeah, I get it. I, I, that's, know, that's the only thing that I, I like. I'm Colby's my dude also, but I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like, just like you don't like being generalized. You don't want to generalize the whole country. Based on the yeah. acts of a few, you know, that you can't do that. Yeah, but like also for him, like he he's, he's doing what he's got to do in his mind uh, to be uh, to be known and to make money. You know, like because I, so I had him on the podcast like I don't know six five years ago, and I was like, dude, Colby, you're I think you're one of the best guys in the in the in the UFC, but no one cares about you. You gotta you gotta you you need a gimmick or you need something. I'm like, it's bullshit. Everyone's overlooking you. And then he creates a gimmick, and I'm like, hey, maybe you're going too far. So I guess you can't have both ways, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, when I saw Kobe after that whole thing went down, you know, he had a phenomenal fight with Damian Maia. I mean, Damian Maia's the bigger guy, and he had Damian Maia shooting on him. So I told him, like, dude, I was, well, you made a bigger man shoot. You broke the bigger man. And yeah. uh, it was a phenomenal performance, you know. Um, you know, and after I saw him, and then he had him think that he said, like, oh, Brazil. And then when I saw him after, he was just like, I got to do what I got to do to make money. But, you know, and I was like, well, I was all I was saying was congratulations, but I was a sick fight, you know? But yeah. he's already on the defenses, you know, just because of everything that, that he faced. Yeah, I, and, I, you know, I'm, yeah, I, it's like I'm, I'm kind of happy he's staying off social media right now because I, I see it too much. I see these guys, it's like they, they get the attention they want, but then they're not, it's like no one, you, you can't train for this kind of social media attention. And then they start arguing with fans. And going back and forth, and I'm like, come on, man! You should be you could be in the gym right now, learning a, a new technique or or working on your cardio or work. Like you don't need to be doing this. Yeah, I for me, I prefer like he does. He does a lot of the postings with like the bitches and the hoes. I want more of that and less of like the <laughs> less of the Trump stuff. You know, that's what I told Kobe. I'm like, yo, Kobe, keep putting the bitches, keep throwing the titties up there. <laughs> more of that, less of the fucking MAGA. And bro, uh, you'll kill it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. I'm holding my daughter right now, and I'm like, you better not ever you want to call these bitches when you get older. Okay. <laughs> so he's got he's got a good flock right now, bro. He's got some good connections, man. You know, have you ever met Icy Mike? Yeah. Uh, Icy Mike with Kimbo's dude. Uh, God bless his soul. But Icy Mike runs like the like the porn hub, all those studios, bro. So he's just got like the harem of. Uh, of bitches, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he's the man. To, he's the guy to know. I is he hooking you up with any of the bitches or no? Uh, when when in when in need, you know, when in need. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where it goes without saying, you know. Got it. So, got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a guy I will, I will always appreciate. And always show respect to. You know? So do you want me to put a posting out like, hey, 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 Bellator, PFL, whatever, my man. Haters on a two-fight win streak, two two finishes in less than a minute. You know, UFC vet, Ultimate Fighter finale thing. He needs to fight. Yeah, dude, throw out. Because honestly, man, I'd love to get something with one FC man. Uh, they've been doing good, big big things, man. And uh, man, I'd love to go out there and make some noise with with uh, one FC. So yeah, dude, one FC, Bellator, whatever. All right, uh, you'll get a post today. You'll get a post today. Oh, so, dude, you're the man, bro. I appreciate that. I got you. Well, listen, Hater Hassan, keep fighting the good fight. 
keep doing oh. you, man. I, 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 thanks for coming to my show in, uh, in Florida uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, months. dude, it was so awesome, bro. I, I, I was just blown away, dude. You're so smart. You're so witty, charismatic, man. And, uh, man, uh, honestly, like, my, I, never, I don't really leave the house. I'm not training. Uh, but my favorite thing to do is laugh. And uh, something that can make me laugh is uh, oh, laughing keeps you young. And uh, you're the man, dude. I have nothing but respect and admiration for you, bro. And uh, you're the best, brother. Much love. Right back at you, man. Cool. Well, I will talk to you soon. And uh, take care. Have a great week. Yeah, you're the best, bro. Have a great day, too, bro. Thanks for the time. You, too. Bye-bye. Hi, mate. Hey, talking to Molly McCann. How are you? Good. Good. Just been watching um, BT Sports, watching some fights then. Look at you, non-stop watching fights. It, it never ends. I know, I know. That's I just go up days with, not loud. So we're talking to the first female to ever win in the UFC from England. From from England? That's amazing. I know, it's good, isn't it? You're in the history books. I know, who is this who, who I'm looking this at? Is my, this is my little daughter. Um, What's her name? Her name is Violet. I'm trying to get her to become oh, the second female to ever win. Well, it's not me, so. <laughs> so this is this is Molly. This is a great fighter right here. A great fighter. One of the one of the best fighters in the history. Best. You're, the, you're probably the best British fighter in history. Female, right? Uh, definitely English, I'd say. For JoJo Caldwell's British because she's Scottish, so I'd like to share the mantle with her. Right, right. You got you got to share the mantle. You got to share the mantle, and then you got an upcoming fight in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. And then and what and what do you know about this girl? Um KSW World Champ. Um she looks tasty to be honest, mate. She looks like she can have a go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello? Is anyone like I oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think she's fought anyone like me yet. Um me and Jojo are two very different fighters. Um, however, we still do keep going. F- yeah. I'm smaller. I'm a little powerhouse, and she's um. But I just think I've got more to give them. I think this is bad. I think the connection got a little rough, but I think it's better now. Hello? Connection was lost. Okay. Okay, this is better. All right, we're, we're better. All right, so this, okay. So this, your opponent, what do you, what do you know about her? Thai boxer. Um, apparently a really fucking good one. <laughs> she's a uh, max people out. Um, I don't think she's... And... I think I'm better all round. I'm more all rounded now than. Right, I'm gonna make sure that maybe this connects. Maybe it's better in the other room. Hold on, let me check. Yeah, I'll go in a different room as well. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Let's see if this is better. Right by the modem, right here. This should be good. All right, I think we're better off here. All right. Oh, no, look look at it. a lightsaber. Wow, I don't even know what. That's a little strange, but uh. I'm look. I'm at my nephew's. I'm babysitting my nephew. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was like a lesbian thing. 
Um, Certainly not. <laughs> not today, Adam. Got it, got it, got it. Now, you, now your last, uh, yeah, your last fight. You know, a lot of people they they have really bad blood, and it's like, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you. They talk to you. At the end of the fight, they they shake hands or they hug. You went the other way. You you gave her the finger right when the bell rang. Because uh, I thought she was cheeky by. We went to touch gloves, and then she grabbed my hair uh, to, to try and need me to knock me out. And then when she didn't get the finish, it was just like, there's to you and your little cheating self. But after we left, after we left, I sat in the green room with her and in the hospital. And then the next day we was together, and it was all cool. Then it was it was it was fine. But it was the heat in the heat of the moment, and I just I've been through so much since the loss against Gillian Robertson, that it was just like a build-up of emotion and just for nothing's taking this moment away from me, so. Yeah, yeah. No, I kind of, I kind of dug it. I like, I, 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 it's kind of annoying when they're like, I hate you and then everyone's best friends. Like, you're like, nah, man, this is, this is, this is legit. Now that, that, that loss, I, I read in an article, you said when you lost, you didn't talk to anybody, family members, uh, you just were just, you're just a whole different person. Now, yeah. Do you think that's a good idea to be like that, or is it? Did that really kind of? Um, in terms of, I still spoke to everyone, and I was me. I just didn't speak about the mental side and the depression and the anxiety. And I don't think that's the right way to go about it. Um, it was about six months until I started talking about it, and then, and then things started to get a little bit better. Um, but I suppose it was like. It was the first real time I'd been beaten and I'd been finished and it was in the hometown and it was a lot to deal with and you like you must know by now I'm someone who wears the heart on the sleeve so it was just it was a tough place to be and I think it really shaped me for that fight at London and I think if I hadn't have gone through all of that would I have been able to push through that injury so everything for its reason and and I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually, and also, that's, I, that's good, though. That's, that's actually, I mean, I used to take, when I wrestled in high school for the, you know, I never had one million for the success you had, but I was, you know, state champ, yada, yada. But if I lost, I, I wouldn't leave my, my room. I, I was just, I felt like I let everybody down. Yeah, and that was it. And you just haven't, you just haven't at the end of the day. One person wins, one person loses, and it's always going to be that way, but... When it's your whole world, mate, it just it hates a bit more, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm happy that you're actually, that you're able to overcome that and that you realize that. Because that was the same way. I was like, man, everyone, because when everyone talks to you, I'm sure they first say, like, when's your next fight? Or who are you fighting next? Or I'm, 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 Yeah, fighting. and I just never knew when I was next going to fight the UFC said. They kind of said to me, you know, if you lose by submission again, then you're caught and we won't use you ever again. So that was kind of like a kick up the arse. Maybe you lost because you, you obviously have a lot of uh, testosterone and you're like a hot chick, but Jillian was a lot hotter than this, the last one. You think maybe you were kind of <laughs> distracted by her, her, her eyes and her face and everything, and that's why? No, I, I think it was just a single leg take down and oh, okay. the back take, that was it. Okay, so it wasn't like, oh my God, hey, what are you doing later? And then she tricked you and took you down. No, no, nearly, nearly, but no. No. Now do you, do you I know you have a girlfriend? Um, not at the minute. Oh, no. I've been on and off with someone for about three, 
two and a half years. But um, not right now, no. Did you always know you liked girls, or did you kind of switch back and forth? No, no. It wasn't until I was 25. Um, I was always with men, and then I was actually engaged to be married, and he was, he was actually a really lovely guy, and then he just went a bit weird, and I went weird with him, and then... Um, I ended up going with my best mate, and then that was that. <laughs> well, okay, and then you haven't been back. So, like, is it like mm-hmm. you said, once you go black, you don't come back. I guess it'll be well, once you well, go when snatched, I split you know? up with my first gay friend. First girl, it was your first girlfriend. Her name was called Ruth, and she said, uh, when we split up, my mum said to me, can you just stick with women now, because your nan, your grandma's just about got a head round it. I was like, <laughs> 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 okay. That's a cool mom. Yeah, I look if if this little baby's a lesbian, I'm all for it. I think, I don't know. I, I think I, I I like no men being me being one of them. I think it might be better, <laughs> but, but I don't know. I've had other girls tell me, I've had straight girls say that they went to they tried being a lesbian that, and that women were way more complicated than men. Well, yes. I mean, it's there's a lot of emotions. That's all. If you can handle someone's emotions, then. My ex page is a professional athlete also, so it was just, if I was in fight camp and she was in season because she was a soccer player, it was just hard sometimes when we were both always tired mm. and it, and the distance was hard. That's all it was, really. Now, are you are you into more like, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the, the proper term is, but like, like butch lesbians or more lipstick lesbians? <laughs> what a conversation. Um, I'm probably more into a girl girl. Yeah. You seem like a girly girl too, though. I mean, I haven't got a, like a crew coat, but I suppose I'm a bit of a tomboy. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess I guess jumping over the cage afterwards and and flying at the people, <laughs> guys. I I could maybe I don't know, maybe I could see that. I don't know. You're a very attractive woman. Um, Thank now, you. No problem. Uh, so also, uh, now your eye was so fucked. Uh, oh my god, let's have a look at it now, look. You see the scar? Wow. Ooh. That's all? It was a complete split on the eyelid, all the way there. Uh. But you know what? I just got cleared again today, uh, the last clearance, I'm really good to go. The UFC had me like checked five times for this fight, so we're good. <laughs> Now, I also said that you, after the fight, I saw you in the locker room, and you were obviously kind of stressed out. I don't even know why they interviewed you afterwards. I think it's kind of like if someone loses, it's like, let them have their space. But yeah. but you said, listen, I'm, I've am i won 30, and I lost one. That's not bad. Did, now, where did the other 26 fights come from? Uh, boxing. Ah. You were under- Sorry, I just meant it like a combined record of all my, my fights. Right. So, why do you leave boxing? Um, my weight category didn't get added to the Olympic Games. Ah, that's bullshit. Yeah, but I used to play soccer and then boxing, and then you put them together, and you can't score MMA. <laughs> Was it hard learning the ground game? Yeah. Um, wrestling not so much. Jiu-jitsu, my brain just I didn't take to it very well, and then after the loss. I just done like a hundred days of jujitsu, and then I fell in love with it to be honest. And I really tried to submit Priscilla Cachoeira. I, 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 her arm, I just felt the ligaments pop off her arm. 
I felt the elbow hyperextend. I was like, it's in. I was saying to the ref, it's smart. He's like, carry on. <laughs> it was um, She's a tough motherfucker, so. <laughs> yeah, well, the first round you almost had it, you looked like a Abu Dhabi specialist. I mean, you was my friend. I know. Was it eight? ADCC trials. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. But I, you know what's funny? Like, you're the second person I said that, like, when you, you got to a point where you're like, I'm not, you're like, I'm going to tap black belts and I'm not tapping to black belts in practice. And I told Davis, the other person, he said, I'm not tapping today. And then I went into jiu-jitsu practice and I'm like, I'm not tapping today. And I blew my ACL out, like, that day. Um, <laughs> so I was like, fuck you, Phil. Uh, I'm not listening to this bullshit. Like, I mean, yeah. Is it dangerous to say I'm not tapping? Isn't that kind of dangerous? Um, obviously, if it was like heel hook or something that would get me injured. I haven't got an ego when I roll, but I've always said the only way you'll beat me is by putting me to sleep because I won't tap on something. Like, I could nearly be going to sleep and their arm could burn out and then I could get out of the submission. Do you know what I mean? So... It's just that last-ditch attempt that I'm trying to hold on for. So, if it was going to cause me an injury, I wouldn't be a dickhead, but oh. I, I just hate submitting. Go on, well, got it. Okay, because I was like, wow, that's a dangerous game to play. Now, when you were purple, you were a purple belt tapping black belts. Yeah. Um, well, it was a, at Christmas, um, I rolled with a black belt and submitted them, and then that's when Paul, my coach, was like, Right, you're ready now. You can have another fight in the UFC. You're wow. not getting subs on your sub on the black belt, so you're good to go. Now, what did the black belt? Was it a guy or a girl? It was a girl. It was Rosie Sexton. She was the first English woman to fight in the UFC. Yeah, she's a badass. I know. I I know Rosie Sexton. Yeah. Now, are you now? Where? What gym are you training out of right now? Next Generation MMA. Have you thought about going over to uh, uh, Conor McGregor's gym? I don't know, I've been, I've trained, well, I've trained with Owen Rodia, uh, SBG Charles Pound, with Liam McCall. Yeah. Um, my gym is kind of where it's at. I'm safe from, I'm safe from anything. They look after me well. My training partners push me to the point of, of breaking points sometimes. Not like where I'll get hit, but they're really, really good and... I only think I'd need to bring people in for fight camps. I wouldn't have to leave my gym. It's always evolving. It's not one of them gyms that's just... I'm not like the show horse or the show pony or whatever it is. I'm just like an average Joe in there. Got it. Is, is Luke Rockhold in? I mean, Luke uh, Barnett in your gym? No. Um, where is he? I think he's in Spain. I like that guy. He's got some ears on him. <laughs> He does. I say, look, he looked like Kim Winslow with a wig on. Um, oh, Kim would look like him with a wig on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In England, in England, we would say the phrase, he's had a tough paper round. <laughs> yeah, he has. That's a good point. He's yeah. a nice guy, though. What a yeah, nice guy. Yeah. What a yeah. nice guy. All, I like all the guys from England. I really do. Yeah, I don't think everyone has a nice way about them, or they're very opinionated, like... Our boy Darren Till, you know what I mean? Oh, big, oh big my god, yeah. yeah. But deep, deep down, he's not that bad. Bisbee's my favourite, though. Michael yeah. Bisbee. After my last fight, he said um, Molly McCann is my new favourite fighter. I was like, that's yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, the way you fight, I mean, you don't fight, I hate to say it like most women, but you just, you're a brawler. I mean, you go in there and it's like, I watched one of your fights where you just held the girl's head down and kept kneeing her. The girl had, one, one fight, a girl had a single leg on you and you did like a, a flying, jumping knee. And then elbows. That was unbelievable. That was, yeah. that was awesome. You have, I, do you know, I've watched you ride Faber, like, I've seen it when he broke his hands. And all you could do was elbow and knee. So I thought, I'll oh, just copy, copy him. I try to be not like everyone else. And and I don't think when I'm in there, I just react. So. Well, you, listen, you're on your way. I can't wait to your fight. Now, when do you get to South Carolina? The 16th of June. Where do you live? I live in L.A. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I know. I love to, but I can't wait. It's a great card. It's a great card. It, yeah. My, 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 my baby really likes you, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I can tell. She's, she's, yeah? She's very capable. Well, now she wants the phone, but... <laughs> well, if I ever make it to L.A., we'll have to, I'll have to come and babysit. Oh, that would be great. I would love that. Teach her how to be a fighter. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty good. I, t- I take her to wrestling practice with me. Oh, well, really? Because I like coach wrestling, and I keep her in, like, the the, the sack or whatever. And she's yeah. Always, she's always yelling at the kids. But then they, they're, they're looking at her, and I'm trying to talk to them. But they're all smiling, and I'm like, why are they smiling? And I look down, and she's making faces at them. So, <laughs> do you want to have kids one day? 100%. I want to tribe, me. Nice. I want, um, I want like, a, like a soccer mom, <laughs> like a van full of five kids, and I have to drop them off five different teams. And, um, and like, I can imagine every Saturday morning, I'll be like, oh, my God, I haven't washed the kids' socks. They've got dirty, like, I can just imagine it now, head spinning, all different football clubs, or boxing gyms, or wrestling clubs, they, oh, I don't know, I can't wait. I love it. Well, listen, Molly, thanks for being on the show. I no problem. I can't wait for your fight, and good luck with everything. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Say goodbye. Bye. 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 Okay, that was our show today. Uh, thanks to my guests. Thank you, Hader Hassan. Thank you, Lisa Spangler. Thank you, Molly McCann, for coming on the show. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Uh, and make sure you support me on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N, forward slash Adam Hunter. Tell everyone about how much fun you're having. And I hope you guys enjoy your day. I hope you enjoy your lives. Hope I entertained you. And uh, have a great week. Bye-bye. Tune is on the